Hey everyone, Jordan here with the Iron and Grit podcast. And today I want to talk to you about everybody's over-reliance on science and scientific research, especially when it comes to fitness. Yes, we as human beings have made great strides in terms of academia, in terms of our scientific discoveries and developments that have helped us live better lives in so many different ways. I see a lot of people, people especially in the fitness community, marketing their goods, peddling their goods, using science as a buzzword, propping up their shitty product or their shitty content on science, and citing some research study that was done, which you could probably poke holes in any research study. You could find one research study to totally negate any other research study when it comes to fitness community. Um, they're very, the reason I say that, I don't put too much stock into the research, um, although there is something to be said for it, there is something there, is because it's impossible to simulate actual real world scenarios. There are just too many variables to control and to account for. A lot of these scenarios are boiled down to numbers. They take a random sample of people that may have one or two things in common, and then they'll divide them into two groups, group A, group B, and then use them as a reference point to each other to test something. But the thing is, there's an infinite amount of ways to categorize people. There's an infinite amount of variables that you cannot control when it comes to people. So, I started broad, now I wanna go narrow to one thing specifically that jumped into my mind that kinda sparked this idea of this podcast. So, I remember searching on Google and finding what the, this was the title of this blog post that I found. It was called, something to the effect of, this is the best back workout you can do according to science. And I was like, okay, I'm interested. Let's see what this is about. So I look at it and it talks about um, how you know your body is cut into different planes and there's different planes of motion. Um, and depending on how your back muscles are put together and what their function is, different exercises are going to train muscles in a different plane and then when you're training muscles in a different plane you're going to engage different muscles in a different way so for example um if we're going to get specific you have the upward downward plane or the vertical plane uh, that's going to activate your your lats in a special way like your your upper lats and one exercise for that would be like the pull up or the pull down and then you have like the horizontal plane um, where instead of starting with your hands up and pulling them down towards your body, you're going to start with your hands out and pull your elbows back towards your body, pull your hands towards your body. That'd be like a row or something to activate the muscles within the horizontal plane. And then there were a few other ones too. Um, but anyway, as I was reading this article, the argument made sense. And yes, in theory, that would be the way to develop a well-rounded back. You know, you want to work it from, you want to do the rows and the pull-ups to work it from a, a vertical range of motion and a horizontal range of motion. You know, you want to pull from up and you want to pull from toward you. Um, 
And then it started getting more scientific as far as they were hooking up people to like, uh, I believe they're called KMGs, but basically what it is is a device that you attach to your body and it can detect electric the strength of electrical impulses through your muscles. So it can basically re give a reading on how hard your muscles are contracting and how uh, basically efficient your neurotransmitters are um, and how different exercises will allow you to engage more muscle fibers or contract muscle fibers more strongly. And I remember that one of the best back exercises, according to science, was if you lay, uh, if you set a bench at like a 45 degree angle and you lay on it with your chest on the bench and you grab some dumbbells and then you row that way, that was supposed to be the one to engage your lats the most. And in my mind, I was like, yes, that is actually a very, very effective exercise at engaging the lats. I can definitely see that. The thing is, it is an isolation exercise. This is something that, yes, it can make your lats pop, but a beginner probably should not see that and be like, oh, this is the best, backs, best back exercise I can be doing, so this is all I'm going to do, or this is what I'm gonna base my workout on. No, it's way too oversimplified for that. The way you're gonna get the most benefit from that type of isolation exercise is if you already have some experience and you've already built mind-muscle connection. That is critical. So, although I don't wanna discourage people from trying new exercises, you cannot rely solely on what one person's opinion is because they cite one scientific study. And it is an opinion because there's going to be other scientific studies that counteract it. So, would, they can't both be true facts, can they? So, if that's the case, they're an opinion. So with that being said, we don't know if these test subjects were untrained. This, the study didn't state it. We don't know if these test subjects had five years of experience in the gym, 10 years of experience in the gym, if they, are, if they do a lot of body weight exercises, if they're power lifters, if they are bodybuilders, we have no idea. And if you've been around fitness and weightlifting long enough, you know that bodybuilders are all into the mind-muscle connection. Power builders are more into the technique and the motion and the movement of the bar. That's why they look kind of floofy and flubby uh, and big. Um, they're more prone to be like heavier set where bodybuilders are more like sculpted and have excellent proportions of the muscles because that mind-muscle connection is powerful to sculpt the muscles and, and shape them in a certain way. So basically this is a warning of sorts that when you see anyone state scientific research, first of all, do not take it as at face value. Even if it's something that you understand or have been told that it is conventional wisdom that it's good health advice, there is always a chance that it could be wrong. Human beings have been very wrong before. Fitness is a field that is evolving just like everything else. 
science is evolving just like everything else. In fact, science is predicated on disproving theories. They're always looking to poke holes in their arguments. So if people say that, oh, this is science, they've proved it once in this case, so you must believe it universally, that is fundamentally flawed. That is fundamentally flawed. People are constantly trying to disrupt the scientific community. Uh, the good scientists are anyway. They're trying to poke holes in things that we once thought as conventional wisdom. I mean, shit, for a while, people didn't even realize that germs exist or that bacteria and viruses exist. They thought it was like witches that made people sick or demons that made people sick. Like, we are still... I mean, not, I mean, even at what, the turn of the century, the 1900s, they had like crude, crude, crude medical practices. I mean, it wasn't until like probably the 50s, 60s, 70s after World War II when we had a technological boom is when stuff really started to accelerate. Um, and we got to a point where, where things started to look modern. So it's only been like 70 years. Humans have been around for a quarter of a million years. Like we are... When you think about that, we are just like, there's so much that we still do not know. There's more time ahead of us than there is behind us. So there's a lot that we need to learn still. So use, what can you do? You can use common sense. You can use logical thinking. You can listen to people think about what people's intent is to tell you something why are they saying what they're saying are they doing it for the greater good or are they doing it because it's they have a platform and they're trying to get a ruse out of people in order to build up their personal brand it is a it's the Wild West, especially when it, we come to the internet and blogs and social media and podcasts and stuff like that. People just want to do use whatever they can as their jumping off point to, to get attention and try to make a point and try to put some skin in the game. Um, so what you need to do is just understand people have motives behind what they're posting. People have motives behind the research that's conducted. All scientific research that is published takes money. When these journals or these findings of these studies are published or taking place, they have to be funded by something or somewhere, by the university, um, by the, um, whatchamacallit, I can't think of it right now, but they're always funded by something. So you should definitely follow the money and see where the money originated from or understand the path or the flow of money into that research facility and see if anything kind of looks funny. See if anything could be a little uh, biased. Um, see if there could be some uh, private interest involved. Um, this does take some personal research. I mean, obviously, I mean, there's layers and layers of things um, that happen to appear legitimate and totally unbiased. But 
Unfortunately, we live in a world, well, I shouldn't say unfortunately, I will say, as a matter of fact, we live in a world that is very much predicated on, on money and your perception of how certain things occur is very valuable, especially to companies. And I will say that supplement companies especially know this, especially know this. So they're the first ones to cite scientific research on why their supplement is the best. But best, it's an outrageous claim. Anyone can make it because it's subjective and you can't prove it. So let the buyer beware. If you're looking for a personal trainer, do your research, vet their claims. If you are looking to buy a product or some sort of supplement, definitely do your research on it. See what other people are saying about it. Uh, try to understand like what you want to get out of it and what's important to you. Uh, so you don't throw your money away because I hate to see people waste money or have a bad experience and then it just kind of, it sucks because it's a waste of time, it's a waste of money, nobody wants that. But I know I kind of went out on a rift there as usual, but um, you just got to really take anything that states it's backed by science with a grain of salt because none of this stuff it, the context in which it is used, the context in which these scientific studies are used by people that have something to gain personally by um, conveying the message out, they frame it in certain ways, obviously, to make themselves look good or to influence you to, to do something, to take action by their product, by their service, what have you. So just be aware of that. Just because someone has a um, like a, a PhD in biochemistry because there's several people in the fitness space that do does not mean that they always know what they're talking about so it really comes down to you it is your responsibility to understand what is going on you can literally learn anything on the internet so just use your logical thinking do your own research and then you got nothing to worry about so hope that was helpful. I hope this can help you build some uh, awareness to, to what is going on because it really is the Wild West when you look at social media and, and just kind of uh, the internet in general. Uh, there's, there's really no rules. So it's up to you to vet claims to make sure that they are in your best interest if you do buy something. Um, or, or take someone's advice. So hope that was helpful. If you have any questions about nutrition or workouts, reach out to me at ironandgrit.com. I've got some merch at ironandgrit.net. I've got some nice shirts, some good tank tops, some t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, all that kind of good stuff. Long sleeve tees, they fit great. I want to say like half the line is made in America. I got to get that posted on each product though, um, just so you guys know which one it is. And uh, follow me on Instagram at Iron and Grit. Until next time, guys, have a great day. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.